Hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, the middle of the week. We're going to be starting the podcast off with... No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because no they don't give you the media anyway. No media allowed. So, I was going to do an entire different podcast called No Media Allowed, but I just decided to include it in this podcast because I talk about enough stuff on here. Anyways, so let's get the day started with talking about things that should probably be in the media that aren't. The government in the United States of America is an absolute joke. They can't do anything, but their objective isn't to do anything. They work for their donors. They don't work for the people, yet they tell us they need us to get elected into office. We should just let them rot. Shouldn't we? Like, if you're telling me my vote matters, then why aren't you working for a people act to save the votes? Why are you allowing these Republican elected morons to strip away voting rights of Americans. Do you know I'm talking about Americans, regardless of the skin color, they're Americans. Yet, they keep placating around and fucking Joe Manchin gets to do his West Virginia, I have to sound conservative for the people of my state shit. And why the fuck do we have a system where West Virginia matters more than New York? But New York pays for shit in West Virginia because West Virginia doesn't have any money. Do you see the problem with that? Like, I have a lot of problem with these dumbass people in Republican states voicing their opinions about things they shouldn't be talking about. Like, you can't compare a group of many to a group of ninny. Do you see what I just said? Like, that's what's going on here. New York is not Iowa, bro. There's boroughs in New York. New York is likely bigger than West Virginia. Yet, the Democrats were utilizing a system that was created during slavery. Do you know that the filibuster was created for slavery? Why do we have a system like that? Until the United States of America admits its wrongs to the Native Americans and to the African-American Americans that live here, this shit won't change. And I understand that they have a reserve for Native Americans and they have their own land. And I understand that they're never going to give any, like, payments or whatever to black African-Americans. But they're bitchy ass actions should be really looked at and remembered and when these pathetic losers go to the ballot to asking for us to vote for them we need to say to them why should we vote for you why honestly i'm an i'm a person that's an independent i don't really see myself with either party i think they're both corrupted money shouldn't be in politics it's a problem They're basically putting their corporate donors, their owners, over the people that elected them into office. And once they start doing that, they shouldn't be in office. Because this job isn't about you. It's about us. You work for us. You work for the people. You don't work for the corporations. And if you do work for the corporations, then apply on Indeed to work there. 
and then give up your position to someone else that actually wants to help people. How about that? And I mean, and I'm totally a progressive, but why does AOC have to have a Tesla? Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you have all this pretty shit. Where did it come from? Because you shouldn't have any money. You're progressive. Like, that's the problem. And I'm not saying that she shouldn't have a Tesla. I'm not sure she shouldn't wear some justices tax the rich. I'm not saying she shouldn't do any of that. Great. Do it. And I understand what she's doing. But it's so hypocritical. Once they get a taste of money, it's just like everything you just said was a bunch of crap. And it's just there shouldn't be money in politics at all. And it's just upsetting. And they all do it. And it's a shame that they allow Joe Manchin's bitch ass to dictate what happens in the United States of America. Or they let morons get elected into office that don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of witnessing the crap. And it's not just here, it's everywhere. And people need to say stuff. Like, we need to have these difficult ass conversations where people don't like them. And we need to talk about it. The United States of America is a problem. Not for just the United States of America, but for the world. They're a problem. They can't go to other countries thinking they're going to turn the other countries into them. It doesn't work. 20 years in Afghanistan was proof. They spent 20 years in a country that gave up in a week. Then they allowed hundreds of thousands of them to flee the country and come here where does that leave the americans that live here and i know i might sound like i'm a mean bitch and i'm rude and i hate everybody that's a minority but i'm speaking about the country that minorities live in that get treated like shit that already live here how does that work for us and I completely understand what's going on with the Haitian thing and the process with immigration. So then why weren't these Afghanistan people put through that? Why did they just say to come here on a fucking plane? How does that not work for the Haitian people that have had to flee their country because of what the United States has done in the country? The United States goes to other countries and they burn them. They're the Death Star. How does this work? Anyways, that's the news of the day. Aside from anything else actually happening in policy or office or any type of change happening with voting rights or anything being saved or college students that have busted their ass to go to universities and schools to do things correctly, not being given the opportunity to have student loan forgiveness while they're trying to survive in a nation where they can barely make ends meet. Aside from the fact that millennials and even other generations that are younger than them are trying whatever the other generation is, are trying to buy houses, grow up, have kids, do things, and it's impossible because you have to think, how can I afford this? Why do we live in that? Why aren't these people held responsible? That's the news of the day. No one's taking responsibility for the fuck-ups. They leave it on the backs of middle-class Americans. When all we want to do is put dinner on the table. 
and all they want to do is give the dinner we put on the table away. How's that work here? Because Americans can't go to other countries and get anything. They can't. That's not how the process works. It's a rigorous, rigorous, rigorous thing to get a passport for another country if you're an American. You can't just go do it. So why shouldn't it be rigorous for anybody else trying to come here? And I'll talk about America all day. I'm American. I can say whatever I want about it. I've lived here my entire life and I will probably live here the rest of my life. And I love it. I I love what America stands for. Home of the free. The fact that we get to believe in whatever we want to. I like that too. But at the same point, I don't like these corrupted ass crooked politicians and they need to go. Someone really needs to clean house. And I'm not talking about a fake politician lying. I'm talking about somebody that's actually going to do it. Fire these people and get rid of the crookedness. No money in politicians at all. Because the only way they, the only reason they act like this is because they get to. There's your news. Thanks for tuning in to No Media Allowed. Tuning in to the next part of our conversation. On this hump day. It's okay not to take everything personally. Like, don't spend your time worrying about what somebody said to you 20 minutes ago because they probably didn't mean it seriously. And if you're taking it personally, you're wasting your time thinking about it. You can't take everything everybody says to you to heart because they probably don't mean it. Like, I used to be the person that would be like, oh my God, I'm so concerned about blah, 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 blah. No. No. Stop. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your effort. Who cares? Just... Don't live your life thinking about something that happened three years ago or three days ago or three minutes ago or three seconds ago. Just move on. Don't take everything personally. Just live your life. Don't be concerned. Don't have any of these weird feelings or feel like you're not good enough. And don't do the thing where you feel like every time something happens, you need to go speak to a therapist. I'm not saying that people don't need therapists. But what I am saying is that the idea that you need to have like low self-esteem about something that doesn't matter is ridiculous. Stop. Find a way to be positive and confident in yourself regardless of what people say. Because people are always going to say something and it's up to you to ignore them. I do it all the time. Like I said, when people start talking about your nonsense to me, I like to sing this song in my head. So they're talking and I'm their mouth are moving, but I can't hear anything they're saying because I'm purposely ignoring what they're saying because I don't fucking care. There. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. And you should do that, too, because why should you care? They don't care about what you think. So you don't care about what they think. Yep. That's how it works. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. What's up with electric cars? Who knows? So they want to hype up these electric cars and tell you if you live in certain states, they'll give you a tax break or they'll take some of the amount off the car. So they'll make it a cheaper way for you to buy it. But then the electric cars that actually look decent that you want to buy are ridiculously priced. Like the Nissan Altria is $40,000. I'm going to pay $40,000 for that? From where? Now, even if I had $40,000, would I use it on a car? I don't know. Like, a car is going to lose its value the moment you buy it. So, like, the idea that buying something new is smart, I don't know if it is. Honestly, I think that's idiotic. Anything, like, even property, the moment you buy it, like, 
you're spending this ridiculous ass amount of money on it, you're not going to be able to sell the house for what you just bought it for. You're, you're buying that car for a certain amount and you're definitely not going to get that amount back. Like I really had this mentality where I was all about, I want this car because it looks pretty. doesn't matter if the stupid ass car looks pretty. It's not going to be the amount worth the amount of money you're paying for it. <coughs> so this whole electric car thing, it needs to be more than 7% or $7,000 or whatever it is. They need to create a way if they're trying to move these electric cars for us to get the electric cars without spending the same amount of money for a regular car. Isn't the idea here to attract people to get it? Because you're not attracting me by telling me you're going to give me $7,000 off. I could sell my car and get that off. So what are we talking about here? Okay, no, thank you. Bye. They need to come up with better ways, better gimmicks, and they need to come up with something that's actually going to work because I don't know if that's going to work. Like, if people are like me, they're, like, rationally thinking about it, and they're thinking, this is a ripoff. As much as I want to save the planet, I'm not spending this much on a car. I'll just wait till my car dies, and I'll buy another reasonably priced car, preferably used, because there's no way in hell I'm buying anything new, because that is the biggest ripoff that has ever existed. Honestly, I'm thinking about leasing, because that's likely better, because I don't know if I want to own a car. Like... I own my car now and I paid for cash. The car before I had, I was paying payments on it. Was it the best payment rate? No, it was not. But did I like the car? I did. Now that I'm rationally thinking about it, it probably wasn't the best decision. I don't know if I'm going to do that again. Like, cars are really tricky. And when it comes to electric cars, the idea with an electric car is it doesn't run off gas. So that's one thing. And it's better for the environment. And you can charge it. And we're trying to live longer and stronger on this planet called Earth that we live on. So if we want to take care of the Earth and have it be still Earth when our kids, kids, kids have kids, we got to think long term, man. And this whole Biden 2035 stuff, no, motherfucker, we need to do this stuff now. Figure out a way to get every person that has a car now an electric car. There should be just a way for you to trade in whatever car you have in now for an electric version of it. Now, granted, I know this is not going to be a cheap venture. They should figure out a way to make this happen since they can figure out a fucking way to be in a war for 20 years in Afghanistan. And they could also figure out a way to bring over, I don't fucking know how many people to this country. They could also figure out a way so those people can do the whole, I'm a refugee, I don't have anything thing and then they can get stuff whose dime is that coming out of ours and if they want to continuously go to all these goddamn wars and give billions of dollars to war then they can give billions of dollars for us to figure out how the fuck we're all going to get electric cars now not in 2030 now stop pushing this off if you want to do this green new thing and you want to save this planet and you want to make a difference and you want to be the role model find a way to get it done don't look for Republicans to help you find a backdoor sweep to the car world for them to do some sort of a trade-in program for electric cars. There's so many different things they could do, and they're not doing any of them, and that has me concerned. But as people, me and you, we can find ways that we can maybe get an electric car that's not as newer. Maybe we can, you know, maybe get, maybe not get the one, the newest version of it because it's far too expensive or maybe 
we can find a way to get a Tesla since there's more Tesla charging stations than the other ones. And it's far difficult to charge a car if you don't have a house. Like, depending on where you live. Like, if you live in a city, I don't know how this is going to work. We need to be coming up with ways to implement this so this can be successful. Like, since we're doing this whole build back better and we're doing this bill to pass for rebuilding the nation in the United States of America, why don't we include something with charging stations? Why don't we get rid of gas stations and build charging stations? Why don't we start there? Why don't we make it illegal for gas guzzling companies to go out of business and stop lying and killing the fish in the sea and ruining the North Pole and a lot of other things too? Why don't we stop? Like so much has gone wrong with gas and emissions and all this just deteriorating shit. Like stop. Just saying. Stop. Right? Just just stop. No more lying. They need to find a way to fix this. And they can't say we're going to fix this in 2035. Because the next fucking president is going to forget and we're going to be all the way back where we are right now. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Next part of this conversation, outside of the fact that let's hope these new beautiful electric cars get shown to the world as something that they need to buy. Who's tempted to start fantasy football? Everybody, duh. Let's all figure out what teams we want. Let's figure out what players we need to follow. And let's figure out how we can win. Because it's a great season. Uh, some teams are doing better than others. And let's just get this party started. Football Sunday. Football Monday. Football Thursday. I like to watch the fantasy football channel all the time. I really love football. I think it's really a great sport. They get to jump on each other and beat each other up, and they don't give a shit about COVID, and I like that too. It's just really fun. Last year was kind of strange watching it because every other game was canceled because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. But football is great. Um, I really like it. And um, I am totally a Cowboy fan, and I will say that out loud, and I know they sucked, and they haven't won in 30 years, but I don't care because I still love them. Um, it's ingrained in my heart. Love you always, Nana, and I'll never stop loving the Cowboys in memory of you. Um, so there's that. And um, I love football. And doing fantasy football is just so fun. It's fun to do fantasy football. It's a different way to look at football. And it's more of an interesting way because, like, you're looking at the games, but you're not looking at the game like, oh, my God, my team is losing. I'm so sad. You're looking at the game like I got this player playing and I need him to do this touchdown and I need him to get to this yard line because if he gets to this yard line and he passes it to that other dude that I have on the team, then I might win this. And if you're playing in a league, like, you're you're trying to win money. Like, that's the hype of this. It's, it's for fun, basically. Typically... Like, if you're playing against certain people, you might not win. But it's the fun of it, man, right? It's the fun of it. Next part of the conversation. Who hopes there's a season two of Nine Perfect Strangers? I do! Because the first season of Nine Perfect Strangers was crazy! 
it was crazy. It was really crazy. Every episode, I was just like, I can't wait to see the next episode. And then when the last episode went off, I was like, I can't believe this is over. I want more. Uh, I want to see more. I want to see what happened next. Granted, that's not how these shows work. Like, you have to wait to the next variation of it. But I'm just, I'm just picky. I want more. I want more. I want more. I don't know. We're going to have to wait a while for that to come out. But it was great. And like I said, on the last podcast, it has great characters, great actors, great storyline. It was really fun to look at it. And um, can't wait till that comes back up. Okay. Next part of our conversation. Can we talk about Chadwick? Oh, my God. Chadwick on... Uh, what the fuck is it? Uh... On, not Encore. What is the name of this shit? Um, hold on. Anyways, Chatterwick on Epics is awesome. And I know Epix is a channel that you have to pay for. I don't know if you can get it with your cable provider, but whatever way you can get it, whether you got to download it on your iPhone or whatever the name of the other store is, apps. The other one is Google Play, right? It's a Google Play Store. I think that's the name of it. I don't know. I have. I've only had an iPhone, and I only had a Samsung for a very short amount of time, and I just went right back to iPhone. So I can't really tell you anything about Androids because I despise them. That's just me. But um, if if you haven't watched Epics, you need to get a hold of it and you need to watch Shadow Wake. It is amazing. It's like a show that takes place in like the 1800s or whatever. So it's got like the shipping vibe where like they're on boats and they're like they're like delivering cargo ships. And this is about some creepy ass town in some creepy ass province with some creepy ass people. And it's really creepy, but it's really good. Um. The characters are great. The storyline's kind of great. It picks up every episode. It's, it's kind of scary, but also illuminating at the same time. If you like horror, you're definitely going to like this. This kind of falls in line with the horror movies that take place about, like, haunted, like, like a haunted area. Like, and it's really good. I really, really, really think you're going to like it. So if you haven't watched it yet, you need to. I'm just saying, you need to. Okay. Next part of our conversation. It's time for apple cider and hot cocoa. Is it time for apple cider and hot cocoa yet? I feel like you could drink apple cider any time of the year, but it's especially delicious in the fall. Just because it goes with like the season and the leaves. Well, at least if you live in New England, it does. But if you live in New England, you can really get apple cider any time of the year. It's always in the grocer and you can always find it at your local farm. Uh, especially if there's uh, any type of... Uh, Local events where, you know, the farms, are, they're selling everything, you know, then you could always get apple cider. But there's something about fall cider that just, it the apples just taste better for some reason in September than they do in, like, June. I don't know, it could just be me, but I like drinking apple cider all year round, but especially in the fall, it's even more good in September and October than it is in July and June. Um... You can get it at your local market. You can get it at your farmer's market. 
Uh, you try to make it yourself. That might be a little eccentric. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you just want to get it out of farmer's market because you know exactly where that came from. It's delicious. Hot cocoa. I don't know if it's time for hot cocoa yet. Have the mornings really gotten that cold yet? Granted, they're colder than they were like two weeks ago. But have they gotten to the point where you're like, oh my God, I need gloves? Not yet. So maybe let's hold off a couple weeks till we get to the hot cocoa. But hot cocoa is good. I don't know if you're going to want to drink that every day. Like hot cocoa isn't like coffee. Maybe we need to wait on the hot cocoa. That's more of a winter, winter drink. But some people like hot cocoa better than coffee. So I guess if you like hot cocoa better than coffee, then you can have your hot cocoa too. <coughs> Next part of the conversation was kind of is in tune to what we were just talking about. Living without Starbucks and Dunkin'. So I've decided to go on a hiatus and give up Starbucks and Dunkin'. Why, you ask? Because the idea of me spending 7 to $5 a day on coffee because I like Starbucks is idiotic. I could buy the same Starbucks and make it at home myself. Like, granted, I want to make... like cappuccinos so I was considering getting like a cappuccino machine or whatever to like make cappuccinos granted I think that would take more effort necessarily than like a Keurig because like you have to like have the foam and everything has to be perfect for it to appear you know the way cappuccinos appear and that's not just gonna be completed and look specifically like that but what I am saying is that the Nespresso, right? The Nespresso, I'm thinking of getting that. Because you can make lots of different things with Nespresso. It's sort of the same as a Keurig. And I'm thinking of getting it because I want to be able to do more things with my cappuccinos, my lattes, what I'm drinking at home versus buying it. I think it's far cheaper for me to buy the machine and be able to make it at home than it is for me to spend $7 a day buying it. And then I have to drive there. And then it's just, I'd rather just have my coffee made already. There's a Keurig at work. I could buy whatever cake up I want and just enjoy it that way versus me spending all this ridiculous money. Like, no, like, and I like Starbucks. I like Dunkin' Donuts. I, I kind of think I like Starbucks more than Dunkin' Donuts, honestly. The flavor is 100% better. But uh, Dunkin' Donuts does have some tasty treats. But um, it's a waste of money. Like, you can't spend $5 every morning on coffee and then spend all this money on lunch every day. Like, buying out every day, you can't do that. Maybe, like, once in a while, maybe, because you're out and you're in a rush. But I, I kind of like just making my own coffee at home. So I'm going to look into getting that Nespresso. And we'll see what happens with that. Because I just feel like they're trying to run a game. Like, that's what it is. It's a game, right? It is a game. A game. But we'll see what happens. Isn't that the idea? To see what happens. But... We've talked about this before. You can't just buy out all the time for Dunkin' Donuts. And I know you're thinking, it's coffee. But let me tell you that the iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts is $3.50. And after you do it two times, you're just like, I spent $6 on what? No. 
yeah, I'm done. I haven't been there in like a good amount of time and I'm not going back. I miss it because of the girls that work there and I like seeing them or whatever, but I'll pass because I'm not doing it. Pass. Done. No, thank you. Bye. Yeah, over it. Over it. Next part of our conversation, why does it feel like picking up food is is better than ordering it? Granted, I like using DoorDash. I don't know about Grubhub. DoorDash is my favorite because I primarily just use that one. Um, depending on what it is or how far away the food is, I primarily get... Uh, DoorDash, because uh, it's far easier for me to drive home and just order it than it is for me to drive to go get it then drive all the way home. Now, that's depending on what I'm getting. If it's like pizza, I, I go to, you know, Park Lane, which I always talk about, and I go there after work because that's on, that's literally on the way home. That's on the street I drive to to get home. So I will just call when I get leave in the parking lot, go while I'm driving home, stop, pick up whatever it is, whether it's pizza, whether it's pasta, a salad, whatever I'm getting, then drive home and eat it. If it's something where it's like a couple towns away, I'll drive home and then I'll order it on DoorDash. I think it depends on what you're ordering. Like for pizza, depending on where it's from, I think the pizza tastes far better if you go get it than if you order it. That's just me. I don't know. There's just something about pizza. Um, I kind of feel the same way about like any kind of pasta too. Like you have to go pick that up. That's not something I want to order. That's just me. What do I know? I kind of do feel like picking up. Then they don't mess up the order. Because like if you don't go there, then they always like do something wrong. And then that's annoying when you're ordering it and you receive something incorrect. Because somebody drove to get it and they're not going to drive back to fix it. That's the irritating part about it. It's irritating, but yeah. Who knows? Picking up might be better than getting delivery, but delivery might be better than picking up. It depends on what you're eating. If it's pizza, go pick it up. Do not get that delivered. Just a forewarning. Just a forewarning. Go get the pizza. Go get the pizza. Anyways, that is the end of the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize you're a star? Will you recognize you're a star? Hey, Amazon, I hope you're listening. Hey, Apple, I hope you're listening too. And Spotify and wherever else the podcast lives. Thank you for listening as always, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. And don't forget your star, wherever you are.